0: Specifically, we're talking about some things that Daniel Perry did not do to help his cause. And this is beforehand. This is before the night of the actual shooting. It was in July of 2020 during a protest. And he went out on social media, on Facebook. And one of the things he wrote was, quote, and this is by the way, coming out of an article on The Guardian, so take it for what it's worth. But this is supposedly coming from evidence actually submitted at trial. And, and we'll talk about why this ultimately was found to be admissible at trial. But on May 31st of the same year, he posted, I might have to kill a few people on my way to work. They are rioting outside my apartment complex. Then he posted a link to a video, it was a news account apparently, and the story was protester looters get shot in San Antonio, and he posted, glad someone finally did something. That's not too, that's not too horrible. Glad someone finally did something. When you look at the th- prosecution's theory of this case, and by the way, there were others, where he was posting, talking about shooting protesters. The theory of the, of the prosecution's case is that Daniel Perry was driving essentially past a protest. He had a decision. He could go straight and to a large degree, avoid the protest, or he could turn right and go toward the protesters. He did the latter. He turned toward the protesters. Other protesters who witnessed the events say when they saw the car approaching them, they felt threatened by the car. Now, you can believe that. You cannot believe it. You can say that's all BS. There are protesters, so by definition, they're going to support the person who got shot, by definition, they're going to be antagonistic toward the, towards the guy who does not sympathize with the looters. And that's all true in terms of where their sympathies would lie. But the theory of the case is that he had an attitude, he had an inclination toward vengeance or toward violence toward protesters. When he saw the protesters, he made the decision to approach them. Approaching the protest in his car was when, ultimately, the quote-unquote victim walked up to his car carrying a rifle. That's when Daniel Perry shot Garrett Foster. So, you unpack all of that, and the jury jury was told by the prosecutors, this isn't a case of self-defense. This is a guy who was angry about the protest who multiple time multiple times posted violent or threatening messages on Facebook he was looking to do what he did he found an excuse to do it and he killed someone i'm not saying that's true if you're just tuning into this if you're listening to this please I ran into this on social media, when I'm trying to explain the downside to saying things like that on social media. If you're involved in a shooting after the fact. And people come out and say, oh, you're excusing the protesters' conduct. Oh, you're excusing the violent protesters. Oh, you don't support the law of self-defense. I'm sorry. These are people on social media, I'm sure, who don't listen to my radio show, who don't know what I do for a living, don't know how hard I fought to... Improve the law of self defense in Indiana, including writing word for every word in our self defense immunity law. I wrote it and we got it passed in 2019. So this is nothing about not supporting the law of self defense or nothing with siding with protesters. I'm telling you how you can get yourself convicted of a crime when you otherwise might not. And here, if you want to dissect this, the first thing you got to point to. In terms of contributing to the reason he was ultimately convicted and you want to say the jury was biased sure it's Austin it's a liberal area the prosecutor should have never prosecuted him it was a it was a liberal activist prosecutor and I don't know whether this particular prosecutor was funded by George Soros for instance who's out spending millions and millions of dollars to get liberal prosecutors elected all across the country I have no idea whether that applies to this case or not but you want to say that okay This could be a biased liberal prosecutor. This could be a biased jury. There could have been witness after witness who lied because they were prejudiced in favor of the person who got shot and prejudiced against Daniel Perry, the defendant. Take that for what it's worth. But what Daniel Perry did not do to help himself Is he first of all, do not avoid the conflict. And people in my gun law class, all the time, we're talking about the law of self-defense. We'll talk about defending yourself in a vehicle. And somebody says, man, guy, if you see a protest, you're in your car, what should you do? And my first answer to that, and there are hundreds, if not a couple thousand people out there right now that have taken my gun law class just in the last couple of years, I say avoid it. Get the hell away. There's a no-win situation for you. You don't want to put yourself in the middle of a bunch of protesters. But secondly, and again, well, I have the right to drive where I want to drive. Yes, yes, you do. There's legal and they're smart. And if you avoid a conflict, you know what? You don't ever go to jail for the results of a conflict that never happens. And that avoidance is huge. It's huge. Secondly, he put arguably violent or threatening posts on social media and and look I understand a lot of people including my fellow gun owners like to t- talk tough on social media you want to talk about how well you're a law and order person right you're a law and order guy you're a an law and order lady I, I you'll you'll defend what's yours with force if necessary I get it I've been teaching self-defense in addition to the law of self-defense for a lot longer than a lot of people have been alive in this state. I'm all about it. That's what I do for a living. That's what I support. That's what I advocate for. That's what I fight for. But we can put ourselves in a much better position if we don't things that do things that are knuckleheaded, like demonstrating a propensity or an inclination toward violence on social media. And when you say, I might have to kill some people leaving my apartment today because there are protests going on, it doesn't help you if you end up shooting someone. Why? Because it directly supported the prosecutor's theory of the case, which is he wasn't defending himself. He was looking for a fight. He was looking for protesters to shoot. And it is not a completely illegal interpret or illegal, unreasonable interpretation of the Facebook post to come out and say that. Now again, did he mean it? Was he really violent? Was this legitimate self-defense? and he got, just got caught up in a bad situation, that is all completely plausible. And somebody approaches my car in the middle of a protest-slash-riot, and he's carrying an AK-47, I'm going to have a gun damn ready to defend myself. God forbid, and my family if they're in the vehicle. So I'm not siding with the protesters here. I'm not siding with the prosecutor. I want to explain to people how you can take a legitimate claim of self-defense and still get convicted because of what you've done, what you've said, what you've posted, which is not helpful to you or your lawyers. in the event, God forbid, you get caught up in a self-defense scenario. It's an important point.